You are tuned to CICK News on 93.9 FM in Smithers. CICK News is your news source for regional and provincial news Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. It's hosted by Dan Messick and myself, Pamela Hassan. Find and follow CICK News online at smithersradio.com and frequencynews.ca or wherever you get your podcasts. CICK News is funded by the Community Radio Fund of Canada and the Government of Canada. Today on CSK News, the 64th All-Native Basketball Tournament is over with Burnaby taking the top prize in the seniors division, followed by Similkameen winning first place in the women's division for the second year in a row, and Heidelberg secured the master's division title with an upset over hometown Prince Rupert. Every year during the All-Native, two people are selected for the All-Native Basketball Hall of Fame, Devin Edenshaw and Justin Adams are this year's inductees and our LJI colleague at CFNR in Terrace, Sabrina Spencer, had a chance to catch up with them about how it feels to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Also on the program today, Cheryl Becker is a longtime smithereen with a big heart. She and her group of dedicated volunteers have been raising money for those in less fortunate parts of the world for many years, especially when crisis hits. This year, the Serving Hat Group is preparing to head south to help build a home for a family in need. Stay with us. Uh, Devin Edenshaw, I played for the Heidelberg. Uh, I played for Heidelberg, yeah. And congratulations on your inductee into the Hall of Fame. How, how does that feel? Uh, it feels good. It kind of makes you feel like... Uh, coming to an end I didn't think of you know I never thought about this when I was playing I always just wanted to win the individual stuff never really I never really was a played for that I always just wanted to win championships you know but I mean and I always figured this stuff would you know take care of itself so how did you, how did you um, find out that you were going to be inducted um my my cousin told me about it he um I forgot how he just mentioned it to me and I was like, oh, okay. So is this something that people have to like submit your name for it? Or I'm not how? sure how it works down here. I, I have I have no idea. So that must have been quite a shock then to just kind of all of a sudden the surprise. Yeah, it was. It really was. I was, like I said, I mean, you know, I'm thinking you get this when you're done playing and stuff. And it's like, I'm not that I'm still playing all the time, but I mean, it's like, you know, kind of, you're towards the end of your career when this stuff comes, you know, so, I mean, it was, seems like it went by so fast. <laughs> so, just kind of brag a little bit, like, what what is it that got you this in, in, induction into the Hall of Fame? Uh, I mean, the championships we won, the, you know, the uh, individual awards that I've won here, you know, the MVPs, the All-Stars, you know, and stuff like, you know, Probably the individual stuff got got it, you know, and, and among you know the championships. So it's about all I could think of. You know, it's like I, you know, I mean, but I mean, I like I said, I never really was about the individual awards. I always wanted to win for my town and my teammates. You know, it was always, you know, that was main my main goal is to just be a good teammate. And now, do you? find that you kind of feel like maybe a bit of a role model now for you know the younger uh i i just you know i it's different nowadays as far as like you know i 
you know, before, you know, I don't live in my, my village anymore, so a lot of people don't remember me as a ball player, you know, it's like, it's, I go home and it's like kids are, they don't remember, you know, it's like, I haven't lived home in a lot of years, so it's, they don't really remember me. <laughs> so, yeah. But for those who are kind of looking up to you now, especially like today, what would you say to, you know, the future little ballers out there? Just practice, get in the gym and play as much as you can, have fun, you know, this is one of the best tournaments. This is the best tournament I've came to. I've played in a lot of tournaments, but this is the best crowd, the best, the best week of basketball, you know. I always look forward to this year, just, you know, come over and experience this, you know. It's, it's so much fun to be here. And how long have you been coming to All Native? My, my first All Native was, I believe it was 1995 or four, and since then, and I, from 2000 on, I came. So wow. I took a little bit of time off, but yeah, it was, I've been coming a lot of years. Um, and All I right. won a lot of years too, so. All right, well, congratulations <laughs> on being inducted. Thank you so much. Justin Adams, I play with New Ayanch, Kibadik. That's where my family's from. Uh, that's where the roots go back, but I was born and raised in Prince Super. And you were just inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. So congratulations on that. How does that feel? It's it's a, it's a different feeling. Um, it's it's very prestigious, obviously, and very you know, you know, it's still playing. So I didn't expect it for a couple of years, but you know, it. Uh, I was talking with Dev there, obviously playing against them. It's truly it's it's an honor, but uh, happy you know happy that everyone's happy for you. It's it's uh good it's hard to explain kind of the feeling right it, it, it's a lot yeah. considering it just happened mm -hmm. so congratulations it, again so how did you find out about this um peter hogan called me early late december early january okay and, and peter hogan is he's the president so okay. i guess the committee does a vote okay who, i'm not sure who how they, who gets elected and i guess they get a certain amount of people in the votes go through right and then i guess that was one of the one of the guys me Devin, malcolm which yeah. is pretty cool because i played against Dev, he's my age so and i've malcolm i played one year with him so well congratulations again mm -hmm. um so a little bit of a chance for you to brag what is it that got you here like what were some of the things that you were recognized for and mentioned earlier maybe um well i played against a lot of talented players like across the board all my life. I think it's just my competitiveness. Like I've always played hard and played every game. Um, and, you know, the work ethic when you're younger, not so much as easy to get older and broken, but. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Put it in the work and then just competing against everyone and let everything else fall in place. Uh, I guess the wards come and stuff, but wards and stuff is after the fact. You're as a team and player, you want to win first, right? So, um, but you know, it's not always the case. As, I guess as long as you're playing hard and having fun. And so, especially in something like this, all native. I mean, there's so many people who are watching both here at the Civic Center and then also online. So you have like so many youth and everything who are watching you now. What would you say to them? You know, the the future little bowlers out there. Well, I actually coach U17 Rupert team. I'm uh, involved with the Cubs now. Um, 
was coaching a U17 Rupert team, so I'm trying to pass on the knowledge to the, uh, the little youth and stuff, right? I would just say, you know, stick with it. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but if you put in the work and keep your goals in mind, they can, they can be achieved. Um, and have fun along the way. It's the most important thing, I guess. And then enjoy it. Enjoy all the time you can play because you never know when you won't be able to anymore, right? And you don't want, you don't want to regret it. Right? And how long have you been attending all native tournament? Uh, I've been playing for about 29 years. Oh. I've been playing since I was 14 or 15, so 20, maybe something like that. But I'm pretty sure my parents have been, I've been here as long attending the tournament, running around, as, as I said, I'd run around with the kid. My dad and my uncle take me all the time. So. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much. That was CFNR's Sabrina Spencer speaking with all Native Basketball Hall of Famers Devin Edenshaw and Justin Adams. Coming up next, my conversation with Cheryl Becker of the Serving Hat Group. So my name is Cheryl Becker. I've been living in Smithers all my life. Um, and after the Indonesian tsunamis in 2006, the class that I was teaching and I had some really great discussions and we talked about helping others in need. And so we decided to go on a mission trip in 2008. Um, and we ended up down the Baja in Mexico, south of Ensenada. Um, and that was the first time we went and we set up, it's very informal, nothing formal in the setup, um, a, just a group name called Serving Hat, and Hat stood for here and there. That's great, Cheryl. Uh, thanks so much for chatting with me here on CICK News. Uh, but that sounds like a really good news story that you guys are just getting together to help others that are in need. So tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing down in the Baja. What's what's the, the, the project all about and the aim? Who are you helping out? So there's an organization down there called Welcome Home Outreach. We have been associated working with them basically since almost our first trip. So it's going on 14 years now. Um, we try and go every two years, and we go down, and our primary goal down there is to either build a house for a family in need or to um, uh, fix up a building in addition to visiting some other outreaches involved with Welcome Home Outreach, and that those would include there's a fairly large orphanage in Vincente Guerrero, and there is an elder's home um, that provides housing for elders that have been abandoned by their family. There is an outreach to young teens who have been sold into the sex slave um, business and have been rescued and trying to give them basic life skills, as well as a man, men's halfway house. Oh, wow. So that's all been all been organized in partnership over the last decade and a half, almost. These a lot of these are done through the local church down there. It's just with Welcome Home Outreach, it gives us an opportunity to to visit and 
hopefully provide a bit of financial support to these places as well as a lot of it is opening our eyes to what's going on. So so who is you know involved with you in this? I I understand there there are others um uh, we're going to be speaking to Montana later on um but but who also is helping to to raise these funds and to who, you guys are headed down soon, I understand. Yeah, we've got a group uh, we're heading down on March 19th and we come back on the 30th. Um there is a group of about 8 to 10 adults that have just it, every trip is different, I think myself is kind of the one consistent and then they sign up and so we've got eight to ten adults people over 30 we've got a group of about six six in between 20 and 30 and then we've got a group of teens between the age of I think 15 is the youngest to about 18 and there's 17 of them so you've been doing this a little while, and and obviously this, this is probably not the first time you're taking some youngsters down like that. Um, what's kind of the impact on those folks? Because I would imagine that at, at a, such a young age, doing this type of work and going to those places must be a bit of a culture shock for them. It is, and it's one of the things that I don't think any of us are prepared for the shock that you go through. Um, but it has been interesting because... The um, impact on each individual is very um, different. I remember coming back from the first trip and one of the girls started crying because her mom had gone to like Winners and bought her a new hoodie. And after seeing what we saw down there, she was crying to me and she said, Mrs. Becker, we don't need, I don't need any more stuff. And so just um, the reality of how much we do have as opposed to how much is um, available down there. And so the other thing I think that most people comment on is there's such a joy in um, a lot of the people that we work with down there, despite their poverty and their lack of material possessions. Um, it's kind of an eye-opener for a lot of us. You know, one of the other things, Cheryl, I understand you guys are raising raising funds as well. Um, what are you doing to, to, to raise the money, and, and what is it for? Um, so in order to try and keep um, the cost, like when we go down, the house bill is about 8000 U.S., which translates into about ten. $10,000 Canadian. Um, we stay with Welcome Home Outreach, and that would be another uh, six to 8000 Canadian. Um, and then just our transport there. Um, everybody has paid for their flights down there and a portion of their travel costs. And so what we're trying to raise is the money for the house, as well as to support some other of the um, outreaches down there um, because a lot of these places are um, done within the local churches with people who are um, very limited income. And so we raise monies for the building as well as to help um, 
cover costs for travel so that everyone is able to go whether they have you know the financial ability or not I mean, Cheryl, this is kind of a world away from from Smithers. How does how does this kind of line up? You know, the connection. Where's what's the connection? Because it's some really good work you're doing, um, but it's it's so far away. But clearly, people feel the need that there is a a, a desire to help these folks out. I think um, the reason we the reason I keep encouraging these trips is because. I think sometimes we become blind to the needs around us here at our home. And, um, you know, we, we see the same needs and we see the same people and we go, you know, that person or that kind of attitude. Whereas when we go down to a place where we're not comfortable, the language is different, customs are different, um, it pushes us out of our comfort zone and allows us to see things with a very different perspective. And so um, I think it does us good to step out of ourselves and go into a situation where um, we're not comfortable and see what's around. All right, Cheryl, we'll leave it there for now. Um, You know, thanks for all the good work and, and I'm sure we'll talk again. Sounds good, Dan. Thank you for this opportunity. You've been listening to CICK News. If you have any hot tips or news stories you think we should cover, contact us at CICKNews at SmithersRadio.com or follow us on Facebook at CICK News. CICK News is made possible by the Government of Canada and the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the only organization mandated to financially supporting campus and community radio stations across Canada. You can also catch our fresh shows each week at theskina.com or subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks to our producer, Pam Hassan, and all of our roving reporters. I'm Dan Messick. Thanks for listening.